once again, you already know what it is and you already know where you have reached back by popular demand. I am very, very excited to bring you episode, what the heck, 35? That is insane, yo. To my immediate left, my brother, my friend, and my tag team partner, Conrad Cushman. He represents everything pro wrestling. You're talking right now to the homie Sean Hubbard. I represent Hubbard Wrestling Weekly and the New York Knicks. Anyway, that's another story for another day. We're down 0-1. We're coming back. But that's not what this show is about. This is Clash of the Podcast. We're talking about CM Punk. We're talking about Trinity 5-2. We're talking about night two of the WWE draft. We see everybody in the chat. We're going to shout y'all out in a minute. But first, you know what we have to do. Clash of the Podcast in the building. Conrad, drop that thing. It's always so good. It's always so good. I could get lost in that music. Memories. Memories. Um, What's good, everybody? Welcome to episode 35, Clash of the Podcast. We are happy to have you guys here. We got a lot of topics to get into, so I'm going to waste no time and get into the shout-outs real quick for a bunch of people here. Uh, Doug in the chat said, I'm super early today. Looking forward to Clash tonight. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. For the love of God, I'm walking here. It works better with Sean. It's that New York in you. It's that New I York. Guess so. I guess so. It's that let's go next. There you go. <laughs> they had that game, too. I watched that whole game. I, they had it. I'm not going to go there because I'll go all night. I'm just going to say Knicks still in six. Okay. You're not the first I've heard say that, too. Uh, Joel in the house, he said, let's do this. Hey, hey, what's the vibes, my brother? What is good? Uh, Sean was in the chat letting y'all know I appreciate him. He was helping me out, man. It, it was a rough day at work, man, if y'all want to know the truth. It was a rough one, but I knew it was coming. McKinney in the house, he said, yo, I'm here to talk wrestling and let y'all know one does not speak until one knows that is the way. Yo, big shout out to McKinney. Been sending me some some reels on, on Instagram, man. Good stuff, my brother. Appreciate you. Always, always. Sir Quills, Quills, shout out to him. He sent me a text, too, earlier today, man. Uh... I got back to you a little late, but I appreciate you, brother. Uh, he said, Conrad, Sean, and chat, what's up? Y'all, Sir Quills is back in the building to enjoy yet another dope episode of Clash of the Podcast. Let's get it. Quills, appreciate you, my guy. Matt Lopez says, good evening, everybody. M. Leasy for Sheezy. Anthony Slate says, hey, what's going on, Anthony? What's going appreciate on? Um, McKinney said tonight Cody needs to let it be known that he wants Roman putting him in line for the new belt doesn't complete the story trade money in the belt when rumble is time to finish the story e, we'll see we'll see we'll see Derek in the house saying yo yo what's Derek, good D Derek nothing but love for you my guy appreciate you yes yes good good man uh Sean did you enjoy bare knuckle fighting championship 40 good show BKFC is legit man we're going to talk a little bit about that toward the end but bare knuckle fighting championship man for the people who can handle it it's pretty dope yeah uh Matt says Nick's gonna win no worries here your mouth to God's ears and Lizzy your mouth to God's ears it's got to go down like that right it's got to go down um Sean lots to get into uh we will welcome those who uh 
go in at another time. Um, so we've got we got a couple different launching points we can start with this. Do we start with do we start with Mr. CM Punk or do we start with the new championship design first? I'm gonna let you throw it. We can talk about CM Punk. He's kind of the headline of the day. I mean, well, it's, all, it's like co-headlines. We got three, four, five crazy subjects going on, but we can start with Punk. Don't worry. Trinity got the picture for a reason. Yes, Best sir. looking. Yes, sir. Best looking. But let's go back to last week a little bit. Let's uh, rewind here a little. Mm-hmm. Last week, we got off here. We're like, yeah, we'll see what Raw does. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> well, while we were doing this show, guess who was just backstage just chilling? Chilling. In the cut. Like, like it was nothing. CM Punk. Made it back to Monday Night Raw. Sean, initial reaction when you heard this, like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My first initial reaction is that he's a you know coward, putting his tail between his legs and cowering back. But then, but then I got wind of what the situation was. I don't know. I wouldn't be hanging around my old job if I was on bad terms with them. But dude, I guess was going to visit some old friends or whatever, and then he actually had a conversation allegedly with Triple H who. I wouldn't say brushed him off, but said he couldn't really get into anything at that particular time. I'm disappointed because I feel like CM Punk has already done enough for himself to not have to go back to WWE and ask for anything. I'm not going to speculate on what he asked, but I did. The rumor was that he was asking to have a conversation. So I don't know. I don't know. I hope he didn't cower. I hope he didn't say, hey, you know, let's do this again. Because he doesn't need to do that. If, if CM Punk ever returns to WWE, it should be because WWE lays out the red carpet for him. As much as I'm critical of CM Punk, and you know that, and his professionalism or lack thereof, he is still a megastar, and he still had legitimate grievances with WWE, and I, I'm on his side as it relates to his grievances with WWE, and he should never, ever go back there asking for anything. I could, see, I at one point in time could see him going back, but I think there's going to be a lot of stipulations with it. CM Punk is one of the major draws of professional wrestling. Yes, he is. Hear what you say? It's true. Look at AEW's numbers recently. If you want to look at everything, look at the top. If this man sneezes, it is on. Bro, I just saw an article when I was promoting the show. I, uh, I was trying to do multiple things at once. I scrolled by and I saw an article talking about CM Punk was playing Uno. Why is this a headline on wrestling website? But it is. But it is. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, look, I have a major issue with his professionalism. Okay, I feel like he leaves a lot to be desired in that regard. Um, but but his issues with WWE when he left in 2014 were legitimate. I don't. I'm not really a big fan of how he's conducted. Excuse me, how he's conducted himself in AEW, but in WWE he had a legitimate gripe. I salute him for standing his ground. But now we're nine years later, and you're gonna kind of like walk back in the door and try and make nice. I hope that's not what's happening. I I see. I don't. We don't. First off, I'll say this with CM Punk. Nobody knows for sure anything. Even with what happened with Brawl Out, we don't know right. what started all this. We don't know what caused all this. Right. Shout out to uh, Sick and uh, Gomar in the chat. Welcome but back. CM Punk going to WWE, I felt like it could have been to make amends, too. Like, he, he's talked to The Miz. I don't know if y'all remember it. I'll, I'm not going to lie. I laughed at the tweet that night when he said it because, you know, so here's the thing. CM Punk and The Miz, 
I believe we're at one point friends, kind of like you know, we we came up together in this. Yeah, they, they, were, they were cool. They were cool. They were all right with each other. I'm not saying they were best buds hanging out playing video games with each other, but they were cordial. Right. And CM Punk, I guess, I, I guess the word's trashed. He he felt that he was better than the Miz when Miz was getting that WrestleMania push. And I've said it for years. I don't know who Miz knows, but Miz, someone likes Miz backstage a lot because he's always on TV. CM Punk felt slighted that he had the match with Orton, kind of. It's like you're in a good spot. He feels slighted, but I get it. He wants more. He always wants more. He wants to be the best. They got into it. They weren't cool anymore. Then CM Punk comes back to that Fox show, and I don't know if you remember his line. He said, yeah, I'm here to change the culture. And then Miz came on. He's like, what happened? I didn't change the culture. And he thought nobody was going to notice it. And CM Punk kind of went and told him to go get a uh, blood money something or another, and he can have fun with that. And I think Punk apologized for saying that. Like, I shouldn't have said that to you. I shouldn't have did that publicly on, like, Twitter and all that. But they didn't like each other at the time. So I felt like he was trying to make up for that. Because the people who he said that he tried to talk to were people who he's gotten into it with. He was like, hey, Hunter, you got a second? I want to talk to you. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he's trying to also show and send a message. Hey, Young Bucks, if I'm willing to apologize to these dudes, you told me to go apologize to people. Look, I'm doing it. I don't. I don't know what the motivation is here. I don't know what the end game is here. I I think that he's trying to make amends, but I also think that he knows where his bread is buttered as well. I think when you're, um, I think anybody who bids on themselves is doing the right thing. But when you have to have somebody who's interested, and I feel like at the end of the day, CM Punk kind of being a de facto free agent, even though he's technically under contract with AEW, um, it's better for him if both sides are interested, right? So. Why not make amends? I don't know how genuine his intentions are. I'm not gonna assume they're I'm not gonna assume assume they're disingenuous. I don't know the man personally, but I do know what I've read, I do know what I've heard. Um and at the end of the day, it makes sense for him to make amends with the Miz. Let's call a spade a spade, right? I'm not gonna go too deep into this. The Miz is a Hall of Famer. I know it's, it's you know, saying that 10 years ago probably would have thought like it was the craziest thing ever. Big shout out to Chad. Welcome. Um but the Miz is a Hall of Famer, and the Miz has earned respect in the back, right? So you can't just sit up here and treat the Miz like the Undertaker allegedly did, you know, 20 years ago, putting him out of the locker room. The Miz is the guy putting people out of locker rooms now, and rightfully so. He's earned that, I mean, figuratively, right? So CM Punk needs to show that man respect. Triple H, I don't know. I respect Triple H for his in-ring uh, career. Uh, he's a bit of a politician, right? Bit of a politician. I'm not really thrilled with that. But, I mean, I get if CM Punk's intentions were simply just to make amends, I respect that. Because any man who has the courage to be able to go to their enemy and say, I'm sorry, I respect that. And and he might have not even had to have said sorry in those situations either. Right. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. Um, Punk, listen, Punk is the type of dude to do what he's going to do. And like you said, with Miz, I have my critiques of Miz and Triple H. Uh Some are very good. Some are very bad. And I think Triple H is always going to be looked at in a a slanted light because of what he did. The moment he did what he did, where he married who he married, it was game over for him. The moment he did it, done. There are too many things in his his history. And it's not a Triple H show, so we're going to touch on this and move on. There are many things in Triple H's history that are not conducive to respect, okay? He married the boss's daughter. 
I'm not saying him and Stephanie are not in love. It's been 20 years. I'm sure they're deeply in love. But at the time, it looked like a political move. The Booker T situation from WrestleMania 19. I don't care who wrote it. I don't care who put it together. You did it, and you were glad to do it. So that's on you, okay? And many other things. The 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 title reign from hell, or whatever you want to call it, in 2003 through 2000. It was it was ridiculous. Five from yeah. 2002 to 2000. The reign of terror. Raven, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. I mean, it was ridiculous. So Triple H has some things to overcome as it relates to his legacy. Is he a first ballot Hall of Fame? He already is a Hall of Famer, technically. But like, when he will he ever go in as an individual competitor? One hundred percent, and he deserves it. But he's also a little bit of a douchebag. Sean, I've said it a thousand times. <laughs> we, one day, one day, we should really have this conversation again with everybody yeah. on here. But I'll, I'll say it again. I've said it a bunch of times with Triple H. Do I think Triple H would have been world champion without all the stuff that happened to him? Hundred percent. Do I think Triple H would have been a fourteen? Was is it fourteen or fifteen? I believe it's 15 now. A 15-time world champ? Oh, I'm wrong. I apologize. I apologize. 14, but still, I know the point. Yeah. Would he, would he be that many-time champs? No, I don't think so. I think a couple of these reigns were, all right, now, cut it out. But that's what happens in the world of pro wrestling. So, and, 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 and real quick, when you talk about the um the, the, the verbiage I just used, everybody who don't know I don't really cuss like that. Um, When I said he's, you know, douchebag, douchey, whatever, I think that's a perfect diss for him. You know why? Because I don't think tri uh, Triple H, and I feel it's important to say this, Conrad, I don't think Triple H is an evil person. I don't think Triple H is a, a nasty human being. But I think Triple H is all about Triple H. And I think he always has been. And I think he always will be. I also think, so I'm going to flip this back to Punk. I think CM Punk knows that. And this is why Punk is always like this. Yes. Guard up, yeah. guard up, because that's what all the top people have always done. If you have your guard up with Hogan, you're taking the leg drop tonight, brother. It's going to happen. You're not tan enough to win tonight, dude. Right. They'll find a reason to make sure you lose. So you can't have that. Um, and the CM Punk stuff, too. I, well, listen, there's going to be a – do we get to the other part of this? Do we, do we just go further into the week? Yeah, you want to squash this whole thing? No, we're not squashing it. We're just going to transition. Well, well, I mean, I'm squashing the raw portion of this. Yeah, yeah, no Punk, played, Punk played Uno and tried to uh, get with some people. Uh, I see some people in the chat here. I'm going to just address some of the stuff. I heard he went to squash beef with Hunter and The Miz. I don't even know him, and The Miz had beef. Oh, yeah, that one was real bad towards the end there. I didn't think Punk thing was an issue. He was just visiting people. Uh, at this point, I don't think he wants anything from WWE. I think he's finally trying to grow and apologize for his past mistakes of how he handled things. We'll see. We'll if see. That's case, if that's the case, McKinney, then he's growing, and I respect that. CM Punk is so polarizing of an individual, Quill says. He he can do the most minuscule things, and it can turn into a major headline. That's right, um, real quick, Quills, uh, appreciate that. think your opinion is awesome, but let's not call that. I, I hope we're talking about what we're talking about right now. Him showing up to Raw is not minuscule. <laughs> you know I mean? Him showing up to Raw is not minuscule. You're right. If he did play Uno or did, you know, you know, clip his toenail wrong, it's a it's a front page story. But him showing up on Raw is crazy. And I think the other fair thing too is CM Punk's not writing these stories. Yeah. Some of the people you're gonna have to blame, it's not Punk. It's it's sometimes it's the, the wrestling websites. And do you know why? Because it gets them clicks. Right. Once they get the right. click, they're in. Um, let me see here. Plus, the only reason he ran into anyone from the show was because he had that meeting with Jericho to mend the fences, which 
apparently went well, we heard. We didn't know that at the time when we recorded last week, but that's what we've heard throughout the week. I only care if the punk elite and Jericho apologize to say sorry and go make money. They need to because guess what? It's going to come to a head anyway. We've talked about it. Uh, Derek said, not a Hall of Famer in my book. Leave Triple H alone. Derek's bias are real. Uh, <laughs> Tino time. Tino's time. What up, guys? What up, Tino? Appreciate Uh-oh. you, family. Uh, Ed Fry says, what's good, my friends? Appreciate you. Appreciate you, my guy. And thank you for last week, too. Everybody who showed up to my live stream last week means a lot, man. Yeah, man, definitely. Make sure you're subscribed to Hubbard Wrestling down in the description. I make it easy. And, and, and thank you, Thank you, Conrad. Let's call a spade a spade. Thank you, Conrad. I appreciate you, my brother. Listen. Doug already made everyone sad bringing up Katie Vick. We tried to forget that one. I'm not going to lie. I'm one of the people. I laughed at it. I thought it was so dumb that it was funny. Like, I was just like, what is this, bro? What is this? Kyrie and Sean, where are you being drafted to? I'm I'm staying right on Clash of the Podcast. I'm not going anywhere tonight. This is my brand. Uh, Miz and Punk had beef over the Saudi show and stuff. Yeah. Triple H is the real ultimate opportunist. He took everything and left nothing behind. Yeah, he's paying for it some of these days, I've been thinking lately. Sean, I wasn't referring to Punk going to robbing ministry. I was just speaking general speak. Oh, in that case, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. CM Punk is front page news no matter what. I agree. Well, he wasn't done making news headlines mm. later on this week. Here's Impact Wrestling in Chicago. Oh, boy. They came to Chicago and see a punk's like, hey, I live here too, you know? I'm just here. I'm chilling. What's going on, everybody? And uh, CM Punk not only was there, he made it backstage. Him hanging out with Jordan Grace. He's smiling. He's a happy dude. This is the problem, bro. This is where I start wavering to the other side and start thinking, okay, maybe he's just being a little bit of an opportunist. He's doing his kind of narcissistic play one side against the other kind of stuff. So now you're showing up on Impact 2? Come on, bro. Like, it's a little ridiculous. I have an explanation for this one. Uh He supported. So remember how all this started with Hangman. He showed support for Naomi and Sasha when they quit WWE. He said, you should stand with your workers because together you're unstoppable. Mm. And then that's what Hangman said. Your workers' rights. Well... As you see on the cover of this, we're going to get into Trinity Fatu debuting for Impact Wrestling. He was there for Sasha's debut and Trinity's debut in other companies. Mm -hmm. He knew maybe, hey, that'll bring some more eyes to it. If I go, it'll help you guys out. Strong. He he actually supported them all the way. So I I give Punk a lot of respect for doing that. Now, maybe this is also showing AEW. Like I said, two things can be true at the same time. Maybe he's showing AEW, like, play around if you want to. You can release me if you want to. If you think it's going to be this much of a problem with me, go ahead, get rid of me. But Tony Khan don't want to do that. I can assure you. Especially not with London on the horizon. I don't think he wants to do that. So I I find it all very interesting. But I thought it was cool that Punk showed up backstage at Impact because I like that Impact's been getting a lot of the rubs lately. Like They're getting a lot of love from people, and they deserve it, in my opinion. They are, but there's – okay, XFL was good last week, right? XFL, I, I haven't watched it recently. No, no, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, XFL was good last week. The the, the semifinals were good last week. They're, they had a good week. Will they ever be the best? Will the USFL, the reincarnation of the USFL, ever be the best? No. It's just they have too much of – I respect Impact so much, bro. 
TNA was one of my favorite brands. It, it's just, um, I, I, I love, matter of fact, I'll take, I love Impact, but it will never get there, bro. And I hate to say it, it'll never get there. But Sean, let me ask this. This is the question I ask everybody then. How do you get there? They're trying know. to get there. How know. can they? I don't know. That's a great question, bro. I don't know. I mean, bigger venues, more believable, more believable venues as far as like, you know, viewership, better, better platform, maybe. I don't know, man. They're own see, here's the problem. When you're owned by a television company, they're obviously gonna want you on their their shows. Of course. They're owned by the company that shows them on their network. It's not great, but they're paying the bills. What are you gonna say? You're like, no, I'd be happy to be on that show. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you run into you run into some problems. So if you're impact, you're welcoming anybody who wants to come in. You're welcoming New Japan. You're like, oh, CM Punk, he can show up here. CM Punk's been showing up everywhere but work. So yeah, sure, come on in, come on. So they have no choice but to, in my opinion, accept that. I agree. I agree. Just if if you know if Phil Brooks ever sees this show, all I would say. CM Punk, you are truly one of the best in the world. Just conduct yourself as such. And listen, I got no issue with that. Uh, Sean should get traded to EPW. Kyra should get traded to Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. So maybe one day I'll host EPW and uh, Conrad host the, uh, HW. That one, I don't have a problem with that. Maybe we can talk about it. You never know. What's your interest rate for Backlash and the new WWE title? Let's transition into that because I did want to talk about that. Backlash predictions, I, I have this set up for us for the end. Yeah, that's let's talk. As they let's, should. let's talk this thing. You're you're a belt guy, Sean. What do you think of this this butte that's on the screen here? Well, I know your opinion because you just you just added the word butte to your question. I, I like it. I think I it looks sharp. Do. I know you do. I think it's a piece of garbage. Now, what don't you like about it? Let's that, get it. No. People talk about it's a play on big gold. It's yes, it's a small, minuscule play on big gold. It's a poor man's version of big gold with that ridiculous, ridiculous side plate and middle plate of WWE smack dab in the middle. It completely nullifies the fact of the big gold design that I see they were going for. I am disappointed, man. I don't the whole WWE smack dab entertainment vibe right in the middle. It gives more to me John Cena spinner title than anything else. I'm disappointed. Now, can I present the argument I've been seeing a lot of other people say? Sure. Look at let's look at the AEW title. AEW logo's technically in the middle. But AEW's logo is not as prominent. What about uh Impact? Impact Wrestling's world title. Logo's right in the middle. World title is trash. You don't like that? I, I think they're best. I like them better than the silver ones they had before. True, it's better, but it's not good. You know what? Dog crap and cat, cat crap are still crap. <laughs> touche, touche. Now listen, I I don't hate the belt. I think it's all right. I think it's a play off of it. Listen, have you watched the show Heels? No, bro. On Stars. No. Listen, Heels has a really good episode about the biggest wrestling company. And they don't really talk about it, but this guy works for them. And I, I don't want to give away the whole thing, but it's a great show. You should watch it if you're a wrestling okay. fan. If you're bored, don't check it out for free. Don't start paying crazy money for it either. But if you get the chance, there's an episode where a wrestler goes into the corporate area of this big wrestling company. 
wink and a nod a little bit here because I wonder how they knew all this. Mm -hmm. The guy's friends with Cody, by the way. Mm -hmm. So they do this marketing campaign and they show him the new belt. And he's like, what is this? He's like, oh, it's the wrestling belt. Why is this huge logo on it? Well, we've done enough data study that fans all the way up can see this logo, and it's very important to have it. And when we give it out to places like the Super Bowl and NBA championships, our logo will be front and center while they get to hold this really cool belt. It's it's marketing. It's propaganda, kind of, in a way. So I understand why they do it. Now, I'm sure this is something Triple H couldn't get away from the entire time. Like, you're going to have to market this thing that way. Bro, if you wanted to make sure the WWE logo was prominent, Look at now, it's a minor change that would make this belt awesome. If you want to leave the stupid looking side plates on there, okay. Are you telling me that belt wouldn't be absolutely gorgeous if you took that ridiculous logo out of the middle? The same belt, exactly the way it is, just remove that nameplate from that that big thing from the middle. Leave the nameplates on the side. No big deal. If you want to leave nameplates, leave nameplates. That thing in the middle needs to go. It, it looks it looks corny. So you're drawn away from that middle section of it. I think the greatest championships in the history of our business are focused on wrestling, not on branding and entertainment. I'm I'm not upset with that. It's fair. I don't mind the belt. Let's go to the chat. Let's see what the chat is saying here. Um, I can't even read that first comment. Sick. Uh, Joel said, what did you think of the draft? We're going to get into the draft momentarily, Joel. I promise you. We will discuss that uh, probably next. Uh, Matt Lopez said, "Don't sleep on impact." Comment by sick. I, I know that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was so freaking awesome. I agree. Ah, sick. I'm glad you like cakes. Uh, hop in the wayback machine and don't hire Russo, Bischoff, and Hogan. Mm. Listen, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this one because Sean and most people who know me knows that I will go off about those three at an instant. I'm going to let this one slide tonight. I'm going to let Bischoff slide because I know he was in a – I'm glad he's alive. I heard he was in some kind of helicopter helicopter accident. Right. So I'm going to let this slide. Right. Nice classy move on your part. Huh? Ed says, uh, broadly fine, Big Gold is overrated. Woo! Woo. Oh. I, I like WCW's version of Big Gold. I was watching some classic WCW recently, and I was like, that's a nice belt, man. That fries nice. doesn't like Big Gold? That's interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, so what are some of your favorite belts of all time, Sean? I was just like, what, when you think of a championship belt, what do you think of? Like, if Sean had to design his own world title, and they're like, well, what's what motivation are you looking for for it? My motivation is for it to be a prize fit for an actual athlete. But they say, what belt do you want it to look like? like give I, got me an idea. I got you. I'm, I'm telling you. It's a prize fit for an actual athlete. And to me, in the 1980s, when they switched from the end of, which, by the way, the NWA Classic World title, the 10 pounds of gold that's still used in NWA currently, iconic. But when Ric Flair, and I wasn't old enough to see this in my conscious lifetime, but years later, obviously, I saw it on tape delay, whatever, whatever. Ric Flair's incarnation of Big Gold, when it debuted on TBS back in the day on WCW television, that is the most beautiful title I have ever seen. The original WCW, NWA, Big Gold, the the belt that came after the NWA title, the one that that Ric Flair wore, the one that that, 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 uh, Sting wore, Hogan before he spray painted it, 
I got one. I got one beef. As long as it's not the brown strap, that brown strap had to go immediately. I don't know if you remember that the first one. I, I do. I do. Ugh. I, I just don't like brown as a color though. Like as right. a, what? I don't like it how it looks with other colors. It doesn't match well. I feel you on that. I feel um, you. That, that, that's what I think about. I think about a title that makes it, it's supposed to be to me. WWE's titles are entertainment titles. I want a title come across like you're an athlete who won an athletic event. I love the winged eagle. Like that'll always be like my jam. I can't front. I love the old Intercontinental Championship. Bring yeah. back that one always. Uh, McKinney said TNA was there at one point in time. It fell hard. They've been picking up the pieces and rebuilding for years. Listen, I, I always say this too. If an atomic bomb went off in the whole United States, the only thing that would be left, roaches and impact wrestling. I don't know how they survive every time. I'm like, yep, yeah, it's over for him. Dixie's gone. It's curtains. Um, nope. Shout out to McKinney. Um, it, people in the chat and you, Conrad, let me know if I'm wrong, but I believe – the time frame was January of 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But that night was the night that Brett confronted Sean in the ring on Raw. It was 2010. Thank you very much. January. I remember that. Night. I was flipping. On the same night, Hogan brought back, I know kind of tongue-in-cheek, but Hogan brought back the NWO and Eric Bischoff and Ric Flair showed up, and it, Jeff Hardy showed up. That night, McKinney and everybody in the chat was a night where I started to think to myself, can they do this? But unfortunately, it didn't last very long. That's because Vince started, started bringing out, out the, the big, big money. money. Yeah. yeah. Doug said branding. Uh, Quills, he said, it's, nice, it's a nice-looking belt, but a poorly reincarnate replica of the World Heavyweight Championship. You know what, though? I think it can't be as big. Could you imagine? I, I, this is how I put it. Like, could uh -huh. you imagine Johnny Gargano walking around with the old World Heavyweight Championship? That thing would be huge on him. Like, just think I, about it for a second. I like big, I like big belts. Like, for per, I'm glad you brought that up. The, the 80s, early 90s, actually not early 90s, 80s through, like, late 90s, even 2000s, WWE tag team titles, those were beautiful, bro. Like, love, they should have never touched those as well. Oh, my God. So, to me, big belts don't really bother me. Big belts are supposed to – I mean, I like big belts for big titles. Yeah. I just don't – I don't know how they would look on guys of today. Like, back in the day, they used to tell us Brett and Sean were small. These guys are smaller than them now. Hey, listen, if Johnny Gargano can't carry the strap around, he doesn't deserve to have it. Hey. <laughs> you know what? If it looks good, it looks good, though, at the end of the day. I don't care. They, if oh. the, if they wanted to rock it, it's good. It's you know what? You know what I think? You you correct me if I'm wrong. Um, to me, the sign of an amazingly good-looking title is one that you not can wear around your waist, one you can throw over your shoulder. Always, always a shoulder guy. Never, never wear it around the waist. Too cool for that, right? What up, XG Dub? Exactly. Uh, I like the belt because of the NXT UK design. I love NXT UK championships. Those were the best belts the company had, I thought, for a while. Very nice. Uh, on the borders, the Lions and Diamonds, the logo should be a little smaller. A little smaller. A lot smaller, but I like, what you, I like the way you're thinking. Uh, that logo's a lot smaller than the one before it, though, Ed. No lies, Ed. That other one's just smacked right in the middle. Too much. Uh, the side plates will be changed like other champions. Uh, how do we feel about the UFC title? I do. I do not like the UFC championship belts. I like. No. The old, I like the old ones. The old. Me ones too. Better. 
old ones were way better. Uh, Six said that title will never be the same level as the universal title. It'll always be a second rate belt. It will never be taken seriously as the one Roman is holding. Should have brought back big gold in its entirety or at least one that has prestige. I like the design of the belt. Hate the big logo, but it's branding. All you had to do, all you had to do. I've said it a thousand and one times, Conrad. Chat, give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Not that this would be your idea. But just all I'm asking for is for a yes or a no or a thumbs up or a thumbs down on whether my idea would make sense. All they had to do was put Roman's title, one of the two, on the line in Money in the Bank. That's it. Were you just, the problem is, did you want to pen Roman? Because the Roman not well, being penned is part of it. No, Money in the Bank in a ladder match. So you're saying Roman defends it in a ladder match? Um, Roman defends one of the titles, the WWE title, in a ladder match, and all they would have to do is not let Roman win the ladder match. Easy peasy. I don't know. I, I feel like that, they booked themselves into a corner. They, but I'm t- that's how you. We, we all know they booked themselves into a corner, Conrad. I'm saying, what's a way to get the title off of him? This, look, the ship is sailed now. The ship has sailed. They've already introduced a new belt. Nobody cares anymore. But when it was still just Roman having both belts, you had to figure out a way to have him drop one without losing his steam, right? Have him lose it in the ladder match. I think he would have lost the steam, though, because to me, the the importance is Roman has the world, so the guy who beats him has to get the world. I think this title actually hurts whoever beats Roman now. It's not because there's another title just floating around. And if Cody wins this... Well, we'll get it. We'll get into that. It's bad news. It's bad news. Uh, Winged Eagle and IWGP, IWGP version four. Yo, best belt, bro, with the engraved names of every champion on the side. Oh, it was beautiful. That's a beaut. If you ever have to pay for it, though, be prepared to spend your ducats on that title. I looked at it one time. and I was like, that's a lot. Uh, 2010 was the turning point of impact dip in quality. I think Impact was doing well until they did like that Bound for Glory, like in Japan. It, yes, did, it didn't work. That was a turning point. I remember I turned it off after I was like, I'm done. Uh, Six said, Man, I don't worry how the title look on Gargano because he'll never have a chance to wear it. Wow. It's not, it's not like he's saying anything wrong, though. New, uh, new belt, Joel? Wow. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, oh, the new UFC on. belt is nicer and smaller. I don't like those. Neither not do I. a fan. Ugly. Um, Tokyo, Tokyo, you talking trash in here on me? What's up, Tokyo? What's good, Matt Lopez? Uh, rocking with us. I was rocking with TNA when it was on Fox Sports Six Sided Ring. Then all of a sudden, uh, I I never was a fan of the Six Sided Ring. Really, we can get into that debate one day too, if y'all want. But you know, you know what the sad part is, bro. The sad part is, eventually, five years from now, seven years from now, ten years from now, they're going to unify the titles again. Yep, and everyone will be like, what a great deal this is. <laughs> this is the greatest match in history. Oh, you need me to do the Tony Schiavone? This is the greatest night in professional wrestling history in Panama City, Florida. Cut it out. Everything wasn't great, and it, it was because it was WCW. Like, go watch WCW 2000 and tell me if you should be saying stuff like that. I, I remember when Triple H was booking the match between uh, uh, when Daniel Bryan was getting all the love, but the match was Randy Orton versus John Cena for the undisputed title in the ladder match. And he was like, this is the most important match in WWE. Shut up. 
<laughs> this means so much. <laughs> Give me a break. Are you, who, who are you trying to – whose intelligence are you trying to insult right now, you freaking moron? Nobody taking you seriously? Please. I did like that. Was that the segment where everybody – where everybody popped off with the finishers, though? Yeah, yeah, that was a great segment. That was I love that segment. segment. Amazing segment. But the match itself, billing that is the biggest match in history? Give me a break. So, yeah, so you're telling me that John Cena versus Randy Orton at a random pay-per-view is bigger than Warrior Hogan, Macho Hogan, Andre Hogan, Macho, Steamboat, yeah, Ric Flair, Steamboat. You're an idiot. Shut your freaking mouth. Shut your mouth up. Listen, the ugliest title—the ugliest title will always be Jeff Hardy's TNA title. Oh, that was so bad. That title. What an ugly piece of crap that was. Cody can win it, but not first. But that's a good idea. So you know what that means. That's a fact. Tokyo, why you? That means Tokyo, why you sleeping on Impact, man? I feel like I have to be an Impact defender constantly on here. Impact's not bad. And my soul. Mid-card, mid-card, Cody Rhodes. Don't, and another thing, I've been hearing some rumors about WrestleMania 40, Cody and Roman rematch. No, absolutely not. I'm telling you, mark my words, Cody is mid-card now. Cody is not winning the title for two years. Oh, I'm sad. I'm sad. I don't know where else to go with this. Um... You have the guy come back from major pectoral surgery, win the Royal Rumble from number 30, and then lose the main event. And you expect me to believe he's going to recover from that? Please. Well, I don't know if I ever shared this, but I thought the pectoral match was stupid. I didn't like it. I thought it made WWE look bad. Yeah, because I said, what if something bad happens out there? Mm. You allow someone to go out there like that? You're a corporately held, like, I don't know. As me, I'm like, this is a corporate company. You better not let someone out there like that. I, I didn't like it. I thought it was a bonehead move. Like, as much as we talk about, like, oh, don't work injured, don't work hurt. And people are like, ah, oh, you can't do anything worse. That's not the issue. What if he drops someone? What if you're supposed to pick him up or scoop him? Or you're supposed to be there and you can't get there because your arm got stuck or something? You don't, I don't know. I think you just don't take a chance on anything like that. I think your point is very strong. Um, let's see here. Ed said, I still want an in-depth chat about NXT after that draft pre-show. Well, it's funny. Well, well, do, do you want to talk draft next or do you want to talk impact one more time? Because we do have one more impact thing. Oh, we have talk. one more impact, but I did want to announce. Oh, yeah, I'll make an announcement at the end. Go ahead. What do you want to do first, draft or impact? I think we should definitely do draft first because Naomi deserves top billing. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, let's get into it. Let's talk first. Who went where? Oh dear God! So here's who SmackDown picked up. Oh, oh, you WWE is so stupid, 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 stupid. I hate them. They are so freaking dumb. What a moronic way to draft somebody. That's the stupidest crap. Oh, I can't take it. They're so freaking dumb. I thought it was funny that Triple H tried to cover all bases with. Number one, he was like, well, there's going to be some people who are eligible tonight and some who aren't. And what you're saying is true, though. Like, it didn't make sense what we ended up doing here. So stupid. So stupid. They're so stupid, Conrad. What kind of 
chicanery did we see on Friday night? What a stupid concept. Oh, my God. The bloodline were drafted <laughs> as a group. Blood, even now that you say bloodline, it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. Paul Heyman joins his good friend Rene Dupree as the first person announced for this portion of a uh, draft here. Paul Heyman. <laughs> Sean was mad, too. There was a Rene Dupree clip this week about him being the number one draft pick, and I had to send it to him. Right. I know it was quoted wrong, but I had to send it to Sean so that way he could see You got it. me on that one, because I guess technically that means you're right. No, no, it's labeled wrong. You're oh. technically right for sure, oh. but I, I always will remind people that somebody wrote this and yes. thought that was a good idea. Heyman, Reigns, and Solo Sokoa. Notice two members of the bloodline are missing, and they failed to capture the tag team championships on SmackDown. So that paints a, a funny picture for tonight's Raw if you guys are going to get into it. Bianca Belair. What? What? What are they doing? They're so stupid, bro. They're so stupid. They're so stupid. And then you have the Street Profits. What was all that teaser that we got on Raw last week about how the Profits might not end up being staying together when Baron Corbin, remember that segment last week when Baron Corbin saw them in the back and were like, hey, you better not count your chickens before they hatch. You guys might break up and they get drafted together. Damage control gets drafted together. What, what is, what is happening here, bro? Hold on, I'm gonna pull this up in one second. Why is damage control still a thing? You have failed miserably since the start of this podcast. You've had 35 weeks to get this right, and you just haven't. Give it up. You give up on other stuff way easier than this. Give it up. It's over. You're it's so over. Right. I don't understand what they were doing. Oh, the OC. Where have you been? AJ got hurt and none of you got booked? What's and by up? the way, and by the way, way to ruin AJ Styles' return. AJ just, Styles just casually walks out with the OC on a random Friday night. AJ Styles' return should have been massive, and you just have him casually walk out. The fans were confused. We didn't even know what we were seeing. I, Lashley, you had no choice but to move him because he was going to get angry, and Edge has wrestled half your roster. What are we doing here? But I do see some potential bangers for these two. Oh, would you stop? This is when me and you. Let me tell you something, okay? Oh, wait a minute. Time out. No, I am 100% wrong because I just remembered I didn't pull up the raw side yet. I'm Take oh. what I just said out of it because I just <laughs> thought. You know who I thought? the per, Someone drafted to raw I thought was they were going to be able to have some great matches with. And guess what? They're on raw now, so. Womp, womp. I'm, like, I'm like, Conrad, you're a very educated guy. What are we talking about right now? The draft has been crap. I'll tell you in one second when I pull it up. In yeah. NXT, they brought up Elba Fire and Issa LaDawn. I was not expecting those two to get called up. What a bunch of hot garbage. They took all the cha- Yo, they took all the champions from Shawn Michaels. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. You take the women's tag team champions and the the the, 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 the women's champion from NXT and bring them up. Indy's not even healthy right now. L- listen, let's start with Cody. They took Cody. Everybody was like, yay, Cody. And I'm like, y'all don't. I hope you realize that if Cody isn't in money in the bank or they don't do something with him, they're done. Like, McKinney already brought it up. Like, he needs to win at probably uh, in Detroit at SummerSlam because if not – 
We're waiting until oh, Mania. Who said that? Who said that? McKinney. McKinney said. McKinney said that he feels they should pull the trigger now if they're going to give Cody the belt. Yeah, Don't wait not. until Mania. You know what? That would be a good idea. You know what that means? They're not going to do it. They have. Let me tell you something. I'm so sick of people, not on purpose, I don't blame McKinney on purpose or you, Conrad, or anybody else. You guys are trying to think of proper things to do. I'm the guy that's going to tell the truth. I'm the guy who's going to call out WWE for what it is. They are vindictive. And if you don't think that WWE is not going to enjoy messing with Cody Rhodes, you are, I said it from day one. Cody Rhodes made a huge mistake. Now, if you want to say that Cody Rhodes making millions of dollars and being the main event of WrestleMania 39 was worth it, more power to you. But you don't be surprised if Cody is still being talked about as never being a world champion a year from now. You wait and see. You wait and see. Right. Uh, what up, Terrell? I see you in the chat. Um Quills, I'm going to get to some some chatter here real quick. Why did Bianca get drafted to SmackDown while she's the Raw Women's Champion? This is the only way for her to get robbed of the longest title. You, all I'm going to say is this. You better not. And I repeat, you better not have them hand over the belt. Ronda Rousey or Charlotte Flair. You better not have them do that. That's ridiculous, number Ronda one. Rousey, I'm telling you, bro. I, what is, you know, Conrad? Or Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. That was, remember... Oh, oh, that was when unprofessionalism doesn't count. It only counts when it's CM Punk or someone else you don't like. But when Charlotte gets to do it, oh, Charlotte, you just get out of here, you. We'll see you next week. I think Charlotte Flair is sickening in her behavior. And I thought Becky was too. Becky's no better. You both engaged in this hot garbage. And to me, it was a stupid segment. Why are you switching the belts? Uh, Do you think it's time for them? So here's some of the options they have. You can either unify the belts, which they've kind of teased already with her and Rhea, you could also get rid of the belts the way they look today and say one of you will be the world, women's world heavyweight champion and try to come up with oh, a new man. belt that way. Conrad, Conrad, and my frustration is not with you, it's with WWE. All the idiots have to do is make sure what they did back in the day. Champions are not subject to either show. That's all that it takes. Drafting I've said it. Bianca Belair to SmackDown when she's the Raw Women's Champion is stupid. It's stupid. And, and again, let me touch on what I was saying to you before, and then we'll get into something else, Conrad. Last week, we had two backstage segments. Chat, let me know if you remember. Last week, we had two backstage segment, segments. Um, Corbin approached the Prophets talking about how they could split up. They ended up getting drafted together. Trish Stratus and Lita back before the draft, or some somebody, it was either Lita or Trish or somebody, or maybe even somebody else, approached damage control and teased the fact that they might break up. And they got drafted together. Why are you doing teaser backstage segments about teams breaking up when the whole premise was for people to get drafted? Paul Heyman's the number one pick on SmackDown? I mean, he did write he did write that Roman Reigns storyline, everybody love. Give him credit. I might take him first, too, if I had a choice. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, Rhea Ripley has to uh, be drafted to Raw, period. I don't know, guys. Could they pull the double Cena switcheroo? Do you, I know you remember that. Cena's going to SmackDown. And then I, the last I, pick. Yeah. Gotcha. By the, yeah, by the fifth pick, it was it was over. But I don't think there's five nights of the draft. Is there? There's only two nights. Yeah. 
Right. But do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, bro. I booed so hard when they said Cena was back on Raw. I'm like, don't ever waste my time like this again. It makes people mad. Judgment Day hasn't been picked yet, I don't believe. So tonight, I'm going to pull up the list to show you guys who is uh, eligible to be drafted for it. And when did Meechin become part of the OC and do we care? They added Mia Yimin a while ago. Yeah, and I don't know why we're giving a while. I agree. Indy's in a walking boot. Yeah, Indy. She's not even healthy. She's not even healthy. Listen, I think that they're trying to give Johnny Gargano the way. I understand that. I hope Indy does well in it. We'll uh, we'll see. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to count my chickens too fast before they hatch. Nakamura Nakamura going to Raw could be a good thing. I don't know. You got to present him better in that world title mix. People singing that song, he was over at one point, and they just lost all momentum with him. And I feel like this is the brand of people who are tired of losing to Roman, and they don't have anything for them. Cody, Riddle, Drew. And and, and real quick, quick, is anybody but me, and maybe I am in the minority on this one, is anybody but me not feeling Matt Riddle? No, he hasn't been... He's hot, really. He is corny. I'm not but, but at all. I don't I don't blame Riddle. I think he's an incredible athlete. It's the way they present him because yeah, so, is Gabe, so is Gable Stevenson. So is Stevenson, whatever that guy's name is. There's a lot yeah. of athletes, Conrad. No, but what I'm saying is with Riddle, you know how they present people. Can I say the M word on here? You can say it. This I, is I'm gonna say it. no, well, I don't want the video to get flagged for something stupid, yeah. but marijuana. Right. Right. This is, and I'm not uh, saying use it or anything like that, but how has WWE always presented wrestlers who, who use that or do that? They're always, sup, dude. Man, I know Pritchard or someone is writing this back there. They're like, yeah, way to go, bro. Like, they think everything like that. They think it's so funny. Didn't, He's they, got, didn't they have a 420 shirt, bro? Yeah. yeah Why? Sure. Why is that supposed He's But well, he could be intelligent. Why does he have to be like that? Like, oh, I'm... They're trying to make him a stoner, and it's like it's really insulting. Did you like him better when he was uh, that Rollins segment? I'll never forget that one when they did the UFC bit with like John Jones and Daniel Cormier. That was the only time I liked them. It was better. I I even thought he was a joke with RK Bro. Uh, I was, you know, what we were all waiting for with that. We were just waiting for Randy to do the deed. (laughs) To your point, bro, which was 100% accurate. He was angry when he was dealing with Seth, and that was the most entertaining he ever was. Quill says, with WWE standards, you have to have Stephen A. Smith mindset. They're an accident waiting to happen. What can go wrong will go wrong. They'll screw it up. It's who they are. Wow. Wow. Six says, so how do y'all think they're going to handle Bianca and the Raw Women's Championship? You think her and Rhea are going to have some kind of match? No. Uh, They do some of those basic crap title trades? No. They're going to do the stupid, corny, obvious thing. now that, And it's obvious only because Bianca got drafted to SmackDown. Rhea's going to get drafted to Raw, and they're going to do the stupid switching of the belts. That's all they're going to do. It's going to be the most unexciting, uneventful, un, any other unword you could think of situation that it could, they're going to switch, but they're going to hand each other the belts in an in-ring segment like freaking more. He said any other unword you could think yes. of. All, you know, please. They're, they're going to do it stupid. It's going to be stupid. Oh, uh, Rhea Bianca are just going to title swap. Some are saying, uh, Sean, I still remember those segments for a bunch of them. I'm trying to keep up, guys. You guys are giving good stuff. 
Uh, Derek Hayton on Charlotte as per usual. The supplemental pick Saturday morning, I'm assuming. Another set for tomorrow. Uh, I think they're going to do supplemental picks again. I haven't heard. Did you hear anything? I didn't hear anything, but they're going to. Um, and I'll tell you guys, Gunther was the person I was thinking of. Like I was like, oh, you could do Gunther and Edge, Gunther and Bobby Lashley. Well, guess what? Imperium's on Raw. I forgot all about that. Do 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 do. There you go. It's just the same people going to different shows. You just switch the nights the matches are on. And I mean, there was a time. Not that it worked. Not that it worked. Let me say it one more time. Not that it worked. There was a time when the Hardys got split up. When the Dudleys got split up, the draft actually meant something. And then you'd go to a pay-per-view like Vengeance, and you would see a Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy bumping into each other. And you know what? You'd be excited because they're not, they don't ever see each other on Monday or Friday nights. But now, the draft means that if they actually stick to the brand split, that's fine. But I'm very, I'm very disappointed that the Street Profits were not eligible for Imperium. Damage control. All these things move to different shows. Sean, it was the way Triple H presented it. How? Why are you presenting something like that if it's not possible? You catch my drift? Like, why are you presenting it like, oh, anything can happen here. This is going to change the game. No, it's not. You're well, keeping I, everyone together. So don't say that. Just say, like, we're drafting people back. If What I want is honesty. Honesty. Like, if you're going to keep people together, keep them together. If you're going to just have everyone go back and forth on the show, just say that. Like, I'm okay, cool. That's what now, it is. Then now together forever. Yeah, then now together whatever. Um, yeah, I see a bunch of people talking about Riddle in here, giving their stuff. Yeah, Riddle Riddle was a really good UFC fighter. I think Dana White treated him pretty unfair in that, it, that it, whole ordeal. It was wrong. It was just because he didn't like him. He didn't like him, so that's what it is. You know what? I don't like Dana White. I'll say that, too. Uh, why did the NXT Women's Champion get drafted to the main roster? I, listen, I couldn't tell you why. They, Shawn Michaels is probably mad. Uh, when the Dudley boys got split up, oh, Terrell, don't get me. Reverend Devon Steve is one of my sleepers. He called my name. Deacon Batista all day. I love Reverend Devon. That was a Reverend great Devon's music was epic. I don't care what nobody says. You know, bro. Uh, didn't Triple H mention there could be trades? They did say there could be trades. We'll see. ML, ML this is nothing against you. Not, I'm repeat. ML, this is nothing against you. Who freaking cares? Remember when they traded like four people for Triple H in like 04? Please. <laughs> they wanted you to think Evolution was breaking up. They're like, nah, you guys can have Eddie Guerrero and like five other people on SmackDown instead. Thanks. We'll take Triple H back. Why? Why do you do that? Because it tells you people, it tells you a story with some of that stuff. Like some people are less than. Um, so here's here's the final of who all wound up on these other shows. So you got JD, uh, is it McDonough? Is it Donahue? McDonough? I don't know. All right. Um, they they I hate that they changed everybody's names. <laughs> My man Mason Mansoor <laughs> are on Raw. Uh Maxine Dupree. Natalia. I didn't even see Natalia got drafted. Uh I'm just trying to see if I missed anyone else. Sonya Deville, Eric and Ivar switched. Valhalla. Is that what they're calling? Uh, I almost called her her indie name. What's her name? She was in the uh, group with Ruby Soho and all them when they were in WWE. I don't know what you're talking about. I just don't remember their name right now. Do you see how we feel about this product? I just can't. Apollo Cruz is back. Yay. We're going to try this again. Uh 
deal. I don't see. Oh, Top Dollar and the homies all got to stay on SmackDown. And did they get one other pick? I thought they did. Whatever. Whatever. They they tried. And Lacey, Lacey Evans. Lacey right. Evans. There you go. 70, 78 times. They, yeah, they tried. Uh, Sarah Logan. That, that was the name I was thinking of. It took me a second. Let's look at tonight who's eligible. Akira Tozawa. Look at the who's who of good people on this list. Otis and Chad Gable are a team. I, now, now, look, I said Otis. Now, I said in my draft preview show on Hubbard Wrestling Weekly that Otis would be a pick, but that's that's gone now because they're drafting everybody as team. So if Otis switches, he's going to switch with Chad Gable, which completely defeats the purpose. They're so stupid. Okay, I can't. I, Conrad, I can't take it, Conrad. I can't take it. Lesnar's on here, Braun and Ricochet, uh, Elias, Emma, Johnny Gargano, The Judgment Day, L.A. Knight, yeah, um, LWO, Rick Boogs, Riddick, oh, he's Riddick Moss again, he's not uh, Madcap. Rousey and Baszler are a team. That's funny that they're going to get drafted together. Rollins is on here, The Brawling Brutes, New Day, only Kofi and Xavier Woods are listed. Interesting. Interesting, right. Stratus is on here. Wow. Zia Lee and select NXT superstars. Why don't you draft the why don't you draft the, the world the NXT champion and the North American champion and bring them up too, you freaking morons? <sighs> I don't I don't know what they're doing. Didn't triple uh that we were on the trades. Uh that needs to be sure. Yeah, then now forever, whatever. <laughs> Did I st- did I stumble onto something with that? Was that pretty? Was that better than I thought it was? Doug loves it. Yeah. Then now forever. I'll, whatever. I'll think about it, man. Um, what's your thoughts on the new design of the original? Oh, we just talked about that before. Um, Crash. I I th- I like it. Sean's not feeling it. I think it's all right though. Uh, JD can go. I'm not saying JD can't go, but what I'm saying is you're calling these people up. Well, what's in NXT? You haven't signed anybody. Exactly. There's nobody new coming in to take the place of these people. Nakamura's got momentum. Uh, or excuse me. His, oh, don't. We don't even speak about that Jinder Mahal title reign and all the momentum he crushed for him. I oh. JD and Zoe are the sleeper picks. I I hope they can get. Oh, I think JD will be okay. I the problem is if it's through Vince's eyes, I don't see it. I don't see him rising up to the occasion. Now Zoe, she needs more character. I think I don't know what she's supposed to be. Uh, oh, by the way, real quick on Quill's comment about Shinsuke, Shinsuke got derailed when he was the hottest thing in the sport going into WrestleMania 34 just for him to lose and turn heel for no reason. Well, that was their chance to redeem it, in my opinion. You still had him lose to Jinder, which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> BJ said late to the party, but... Welcome, BJ. I'm walking here. We're talking about was... how stupid WWE is. What Isn't else? Zoe Starks hurt, too? No, I think she's all right for now. A lot. Uh, there's been a lot of ACL tears in NXT. They're kind of blaming the coach, I heard, for mm-hmm. that, but... Not good. Alba Fire, uh, Kaylee Ray better put the belt on her in the future. We'll see. Madcap got his name back. Welcome back, Riddick, to the job squad. <laughs> Terrible. Wow. No matter what version of Moss he is, he's still taking a loss. Madcap lose. <laughs> unless, unless your first name is Randy, you suck, Moss. Uh, 
Nakamura needs to be built up and get a world championship run. They better do that's, it soon. That's, that's, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. You know what that means. Do you listen? I don't know who's going where. I hope they do the right thing tonight. I my faith isn't high. Quills also said that he thinks tonight might be the night that I've been waiting for as far as uh, the Usos and everything like that. That ship has sailed, bro. That, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm going to go back to, to No Way Out Elimination Chamber for two seconds, and then we're going to move on. The crescendo, the energy, the atmosphere was so high. It, he was prime. Jay Uso turning would have been the biggest thing in the sport. It would have been back to back. Sami Zayn and Jay Uso turning on the on the bloodline would have been the biggest thing in all of wrestling. Now we stand here three months later, and it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing, and it's so disappointing. So disappointing. I don't care if they turn or not at this point. And I love Jay Uso. I love Jay and Jimmy. I think they're very underrated, but I think they're gonna blow it like they always do. WWE. They they, they they suck, but yo, I swear, yeah, I can't even talk sometimes when I. WWE bro, bro, they they blo- they've blown your story though. Not even that. At this point, who cares? Why would Roman care that they lost the belts? He should have no care. Okay, well you're over here. What he should be doing is telling them you're not going for the belt. You're coming to help me, because I'm the head of the table. Without me, you have nothing. That's what the story is. Why would he say like, oh, if you lose, you're out of here. What? Thank you. You're 100 percent right, bro. It's like they took in all the wind out of our out of our sails, man. Uh, I don't want to hear no gender hindering. Cut it out. Cut it out. WWE's. Uh oh. That's why. Uh, I want to listen. We're gonna touch. You probably think we're ignoring that story. I'm waiting for more details to come out about that because I think there's something to it. I want one of the only times me and Conrad have ever disagreed. I wanted to come on the air that day I heard about that story. But Conrad was like, Sean, just just do, do me a Conrad was like pleading with it. Well, just do me I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what they I read from it. That the plaintiff, in the request of what they wanted, they wanted to come back. Mm. Why would you want to come back to somewhere where you were treated like that? I'd be like, no, give me my money and I'm out. You don't yeah. have to worry about me ever again. So uh, we'll wait and see. Wait and see. Because I still think I think two things can be true at the same time. Uh, Usos are going to catch that beating tonight. We'll see. Seeds have been planted. Soil being watered. The Usos getting thrown out the bloodline, Doug says. Roman is going to have Heyman work with management to get the Usos over to Raw and out of his hair. Real I agree with that statement. Next one. What about the next one? Doug says that seeds have been planted, soil is being watered, the Usos are going to get thrown out of the bloodline. Now, let me ask everybody this. By the way, I agree, Doug, but what would have been better? This, which is what the hot garbage we're getting served now, or what I wanted three months ago, which is Jay turning on Roman and leaving the bloodline? Which one would have been better? I'll, I'll, you, you tell me. They're so stupid, Conrad. Conrad, look at me. Look at me, Conrad. Look at me. Look at me, damn it. They're so stupid, bro. You hear me? They're stupid. I knew that from the moment I read that lawsuit and the stupidity that you're trying to book a show to entertain an old man. Uh, Why does Roman need the Usos when he has Solo? It's not an actual reinstatement they're seeking. It's getting fired for theft, uh, getting taken off of their employment history. You have to come back to have that taken out. Mm. Who's gonna know that? You work at the, it's private. Yeah. It didn't become public until she said it. I wouldn't have known. 
don't know, yours, but that's a good idea. Oh, thank you, Doug. You're right, brother. Call me crazy, but I think Roman and Brock are going to reform the two-man power trip. I definitely don't see that don't tonight. See that at all. No. You know this draft is messed up when they can't explain. Uh, are the undisputed tag champs allowed to be on both shows? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Wow. This show sucks. Oh, my God. That's a good point, bro. And by the way, isn't Roman still the un- quote-unquote undisputed champion? So he, uh, <laughs> He's undisputed until May, I guess, until they decide wow. the champion at the next pay-per-view, wow. right? That, and he wow. should get a new belt, too, I think. I think it's time for him to have one belt. If you're just going to... No, but I'm technically, not... Yo, technically, I'm not gonna technically you have three champion, three world championships, right? No, but I'm not, I'm not going to cap, though. Like, I like the look of Roman walking out with two belts. Like, that's a swaggy entrance. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just for selfish reasons. I like the two-belt thing, but okay. Listen. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, Rob, I'm when we get together, I want to have a debate about that whole the legal thing about it. We'll get into it now. Now I get to put my uh, my background to use a little bit when it comes to that. It's interesting though what you said. Um, let's do. You want to do backlash real quick? Yeah, let's knock out. And we'll give Trinity the top villain. Let's knock out this mid card card. Don't forget May six Saturday seven thirty. Oh boy! Backlash. Oh yeah. Be there. Turn up. Be great. Turn up. What an epic card they put together. Here, here's the total card, real quick. And like I said, we can kind of breeze through this. I thought we were going to get a tag match here with uh, the Judgment Day and and everything else, but they want Bad Bunny to wrestle. Bad Bunny versus uh, Damian Priest. Damian Priest is doing the job, I think. Here, right? Don't care. I, I'll take Bad Bunny for the win here. Don't care. Bianca Belair versus uh, EO Sky. I'll never, say, like... I'll never say I don't care about Bianca, so Bianca. Bianca's going to win this, right? Austin Theory defends the title against SmackDown's Bobby Lashley. And we don't know where Bronson is yet. Um, I feel like Theory's going to keep it. I, I have Lashley, I got, Lashley wins and takes it to SmackDown. Backlash, you got Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. We knew there was a match when it was announced. And we still know. Uh look at how they made her become number one contender. Very like you could have did such a better job than what they did, so I corny. thought, with that. So Seth Rollins versus the big man Omas. This story is incredible. You should go back and check it out. Um, I'm going to take Seth for the win here. Seth is going to win, but again, who cares? Uh, Cody, is this the main event or is the other one? I want to assume that it's the other match. I'm going to assume other. I'm going to go opposite. I think think Cody will be the main event. Cody versus Brock Lesnar. I mean, Cody's gonna win, but it's like, what does it really mean at the end of the day? That's what I'm saying. These are all, you know what, it, you know what it is, Cindy, bro. All jokes aside, these are all non, non important, like non consequential matches, bro. It's like the consequence of these matches, the the aftermath of the the backlash for you know, no pun intended, of these matches. What do, what do they mean? Right. Um... <laughs> Look at me, Conrad. Look at me. Damn right. 
<laughs> That's your new tagline. Cat, look at me, Conrad. Uh, and the main event, I think we've seen this match already three, four times, but it'll be a trios match here, a six-person tag. You'll have the Usos and their little brother representing the bloodline versus Riddle, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. I don't see him turning on his brothers if he's got to tag up with them. It's going to be a lonely night for you. If, if that happens, very good assessment on your part. That's why nothing important is going to happen tonight because they're tagging on on Saturday. Um, I feel like Riddle's still paying his penance for um, why he had to go away. So and I think Riddle's going to eat the pinfall in this again. Yep. And we, the world spins and it keeps on moving. That's your previews for Backlash. Do 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 do. We have never, ever done a preview of a pay per view that short. And the reason why is because the show sucks, bro. I mean, we, we've we've always given our all, and we still do give our all to the show and to our fans, but, like, Backlash doesn't deserve that kind of breakdown. Like, it's a terribly organized show. And <laughs> Derek, you're talking like Taz, sloppy, <laughs> sloppy show. This means nothing. Cody will be the guy to win the Rumble, go for Roman again, and who gives a uh, poo emoji anymore? Yeah. He should have won this year and let me give you one more let me give everybody uh, about an 11 month head start because let's say i'm wrong in one way which is cody does win the rumble and cody does go on to yeah that's a fact and cody does go on to face roman again next year at wrestlemania let me ask you this conrad let me ask you this chat what if cody goes all the way back to wrestlemania next year and loses again or let me tell you this. What happens if it's, let's say it's old November. You're starting to think, well, who's going to win the Royal Rumble? And you get that call that says DJ's on the line for you, uh, Hunter and Mr. Wow. McMahon. What's up? You know, I'm free. I can use a Philly cheesesteak tonight. If you smell. And they're going to book it. They'll drop whoever and whatever like that. They're going to Ronda Rousey like they did to Sasha Banks. I think I think in the fall is when they're going to finally start spending money again too. Yep. Because they're going to try to have this company ready. They're going to cut as many people as they can, and then they're going to say, "Well, who do we want? Can we get the Rock for a match? Probably. Can we get the Elite? They know what they're doing. Prepare yourselves for the worst for some of your favorites. Omos Rollins six stars. Cut it out. Cut it out. Mid card card, the title of your next WWE premium live event. How do you feel about the PLEs before we get off of WWE? How do you feel about the PLEs possibly going back to Raw's pay per views and SmackDown pay per views? That actually might be good. Um, the it's good for the talent. I don't know if it's good for the. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I think it's good for the talent. It gives people more opportunity uh, as far as the watchability and, and marketability for people to buy. It's going to be a lot less. Um, they somehow got it right a couple years ago in 2016. But it didn't last long, so um. how does Puerto Rico's first show in a long time get a mid PLE? I Max, the last time they were there, they had the elimination chamber for the world title. Really good show. Bad ending, Triple H won again, but still. Yeah, I people are really jaded about the Cody stuff. Like I I'm not saying that they don't have a right to be. It's just weird to see some people like it'll be okay. Some people are like, no, they blew this already. It's they messed did, up. Conrad. It's they did. WrestleMania 39 was it, bro, and I'm telling it's over. 
I'm t- I'm not saying Cody will never be WWE champion, but I'm telling you this whole idea of this redemption story, Co- it's over. Cody is second second news now. Back back page. It's a wrap. And you know, if I were Cody, I'd look in the mirror and say, you know whose fault it is? Mine. Sean, you know how I want to end this show talking? It's you time want to, to glow up. It's time to glow up. It's time to glow up. <laughs> and we're going to talk Trinity in Impact Wrestling. So number good. one. Number one, shout out to Trinity. If you have never went back in the archives to hear me and Sean, Sean actually has a two-parter. There's one with him and one with me and him. On his channel, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, link in the description. Um, we talked about Mercedes, aka Sasha Banks, and Naomi, now known as Trinity in Impact Wrestling, leaving the WWE. And I thought that this was a great moment. Impact has been having better signings this year than WWE. Don't get me started on how WWE has been fumbling the bag. They wow. have been fumbling the bag badly. And I know, yeah, they're signed there to know. Oh, the company's got to cut $50 million. Cool. Do it. But I, you can still be called out for fumbling the bag. You had her, and you blew it. And I thought that this got a lot of great press in Chicago. I think a lot of the wrestling sites. I heard people who would never bring up Impact without laughing talking about Impact when Trinity went over. His ex. His ex. And I love it. I love it. She's a star. Your thoughts when you first heard it? I'm shocked. Um, no disrespect to Impact. I think that Naomi can do better, that Trinity can do better. That doesn't mean that I don't like Impact. I just think that Trinity can do better, right? I think the better signing would have been to her for her to go to AEW. But I'm very happy she's moved on. I'm very happy she's back on television where, where she should be. And, you know, and in case anybody has any misconceptions about how I feel about Impact, again, I think they're number three. But I think they're respectable, and I like the fact that they're going out and getting big. That's a big signing for them, and who knows where it can lead to. Nick Aldis and Trinity, yeah. listen, you're doing good things. And listen, AEW can't sign everybody. You guys, I've never heard fans complain so much about how many people AEW sign, and then as soon as someone's free, they're like, Carver and Sean just stopped doing their podcast together. You better sign both of them. You got, a, you got enough money, Tony. You should do it. But you just said that he has too many people. Like, you can't ha- – He's got to have some type of balance, and he's got to be loyal to the people. And me and Sean were just talking about loyalty before we got on live. Yes, sir. You you got to have loyalty to the people you've signed, and Tony has shown that. You've only people have only been removed for ridiculous reasons, or you asked for for the release. And and when I say ridiculous, I mean you did something ridiculous. No, I'm with you. I'm with you 100. Um, I love Trinity so much, Trinity. What is there not to love, Quill? She is amazing. Check it out. Listen, I'm trying to give you guys very brief uh, looks at it, but Trinity is going to be on Impact this Thursday. If you can't watch it on your television, you guys could go to YouTube, go to Impact site. I pay a dollar a month to watch it. So that's a quarter per episode. A quarter. I don't even have a quarter up here because (laughs) I don't even have a coin. I used to have coins all over the place. But it's a quarter. A quarter. Pay for it. I'm not going to lie. That, that is worth I mean, and I'm not being funny because a quarter is not. It's worth it to check it out. A dollar a month, that's that's not unfair. And if you pay $5 a month, you'll get the uh, the B pay-per-views that they do All right, as now well. You're, now you're doing too much. All right. I, I was just putting it out there. <laughs> I was just putting it out there. Listen, I, I give it up to them, though. It's a good gimmick, and I think for a dollar a month to watch Impact every week, I can't complain. Agreed. Agreed. 
All right. Our good friends at Fight have you covered for all the events. They got Under Siege. That card's coming together pretty nicely. And I see a lot of stuff happening with this. Like, it was really good. I'm excited for it. And you know what? It takes a lot to be the person to not go back to WWE when they got the bag waiting for you. I'm sure they called her and said, listen, you can come back. Your husband's here. We got a lot of good things for you to do. And she was like, nah, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. And I can't wait to hear the story of what happened. He dropped the bag because Trinity could have joined the bloodline. Holy crap. And I see people saying, it doesn't make sense she went to Impact. Why would she do it? Put the pieces together to a story here. Oh, wow. New Japan Strong is having a women's championship tournament. Stephanie Vicker versus Mercedes Monet. Momo versus Willow Nightingale. What if Mercedes Monet wins this? Who was Impact good friends with? New Japan Pro Wrestling. What if you got Mercedes versus Trinity? Huge. Huge. You never know what could happen. I'm excited for Impact Wrestling. I think they've got a lot of good stuff happening over there. I think this is the time for people to check it out and give it a chance. I think so, too. Like I said, I don't want anybody to get a misconception about what I'm saying. I think Impact has a long way to go, but I still like it. And that means a lot. You know why? Because on the flip side, I say WWE's already there, and I don't like it. Right, right. And let's let's end with the people real quick. We love the we love the folks in our chat. Thank you guys so much. If you haven't hit that like button for us in the chat, it is much appreciated. Uh, helps us get seen in the algorithm. Leave a comment after, even if it's just a quick little emoji. I'll respond to you. That also helps out greatly. You test it if you want to see. Trust me. Uh, Terrell said he is not sacrificing the Rangers versus Devils Game 7 for Raw. Oh, heck no. Uh, don't talk about Game 7s. I was very disappointed in Sportsland yesterday. Facts. Kings let me down, bro. Kings, you let me down. You had it. The Kings, I predicted the Golden State Warriors would win, but I did not want them to. I want, it, You just felt like the young Kings were not going to be able to get it done. Me- Memphis should change their names to the Glizzies instead of the Grizzlies. Oh. What are y'all doing? What are you doing? No, nah, you can't talk that mess, though, and then get, get cooked like that. You can't talk like that to LeBron and get cooked by 40. Nah, nah, I feel you, bro. Get him out of here. Uh, McKinney said, I'm glad she landed in Impact. She fits with the roster of its women. I think Impact's got the best women's roster. I think they've had, had it for a while, truthfully. I agree. Uh, plus the Impact AW connection, we could get some crossover matches. Let's glow. <laughs> I see what you did there. Hopefully Trinity gets treated much better in Impact than she did in WWE, where she was constantly and grossly mistreated, underutilized, and disrespected. Uh, Trinity and Impact is going to be big. I can't wait for Trinity versus Deanna. I still think Trinity will guest on AEW when Conrad's blood and guts prediction for the women's come true. I hope they get that match. She's going to get buried by Mickey James. I don't think so. I don't think Mickey's like that. I don't think Mickey would do that. Happy for Trinity. I'm excited for the matches in Impact. I paid five bucks for Impact Insider. See, Matt Lopez is a real one. Sean said they do it too much now. Come on now. I'll pay a dollar, not five. They're not there yet. Uh, now she's given imp- uh, or now she's in Impact. Give me Trinity versus Tasha Steeles urgently. That's I like Tasha Steeles, bro. I'm a fan. I'll have to sign up for the dollar deal. Shell, yeah. Little shark boy. Just announced Trey Miguel versus Chris Saban for the X Division title at Under Siege. Yeah. Motor City Machine Guns are one of the uh, best parts of the show. Trey Miguel's been crushing it. 
as the X Division champ. Mercedes Monet better win this tournament. I think she. I think she is. We'll see. Mercedes versus Willow for the final sounds beautiful to me. I won't complain. I like Willow. Tampa Bay Lightning getting eliminated. Shocking to me. Defending champions Colorado Avalanche got eliminated last night. No, I was happy. Needed some new blood up in there. Sean, tell the people what you got coming up. Oh, man, I'm really, really excited to make this announcement. Big shout out to Ed Freeze. Um, I had the idea in place, but, you know, I believe in confirmation. So I'm very happy that you said what you said. Because on uh, the weekend of Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, the Friday of that epic weekend that we all enjoy so much with our families and friends, obviously Monday, Memorial Day itself, myself and Conrad will be live on every on Clash of the Podcast. But on Friday the 26th, May 26th, put it in your calendars, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly will be going live again on YouTube. And the subject of the show will be the rise and fall of NXT. I'm going to do a massive amount of research. Conrad, you're more than welcome to join if you have the time. I know we'll be with our families. But, yes, mark it on your calendars Friday, May 26th. Time to be determined, probably sometime in the evening before SmackDown. I'm going to produce Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Presents The Rise and Fall of NXT. And I'm talking, this is going to be an in-depth conversation with in-depth and very, very analytical information about NXT's uh, origins, its rise to arguably being the biggest brand in WWE, and all the way back down to what I feel is a very, very poor excuse for a show. So... Friday, May 26th, Memorial Day weekend, the start of Memorial Day weekend, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly presents the rise and fall of NXT. Everybody, catch me and Derek Wednesday. Going to be doing AEW Dynamite review. Make sure you are there as well if you are a big AEW fan. Also, don't forget, we got merch. All those links are down below at the bottom. Uh, we got two separate channels for that, but definitely check out my man Hub here. He's got uh, a lot of new shirts, great shirts up. So Thanks. show him some love. Um, and we will always be back every Monday live at 6.05. Hopefully the best part of your wrestling evening. If Raw's not doing it for you, you got us. We're here. So uh, let's hope we get some new announced teams. Let's hope we get something different tonight. And I wish you all the best. Enjoy your families. With the number one overall pick, SmackDown selects Doink the Clown. That'll be more entertaining than what we've seen so far. That'll be on Dark Side of the Ring as well, Doink the Clown. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. It it is. Um, And that is going to be interesting as well. Maybe we'll cover some Dark Side of the Ring. We can fit those in in the week before. Let's do it. Yeah, maybe we'll add that in as a segment every week. We'll talk. Yeah, no doubt. But. To know if we do, you got to stay tuned in. Live every Monday at 6.05 for myself and my tag partner, Sean Hubbard of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Thank you for watching and enjoying Clash of the Podcasts.